pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Episode 140 of the DNR podcast is brought to you today by GeekFuel. GeekFuel.com slash D-A-N-D-R. You will get an exclusive item just for signing up with them. It's just a little thank you from the company. They're awesome people. And it's a fantastic thing to do for a friend for the holidays, especially if they're into any of the same stuff that you are. And if you're listening to this show, you probably are. Comic books, movies, exclusive new video game stuff, uh, books, artwork, all kinds of stuff. Every single box comes packed with $50 worth of stuff and an exclusive t-shirt. It's a great thing to do for the holidays, especially if that person's a little hard to buy for. It's just a huge net of items that they're probably going to really dig. Give them a try, even if it's for a month. Geekfuel.com slash D-A-N-D-R. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, starting with Alex. Hey, this is Alex. I play Braylon, the halfling bard. And Xavier. Hey, this is Xavier, and I play Actronis, the revenant cleric. And Susan. Hey, this is Susan Spinader. I play Airlove Grimness, the tiefling invoker. And Ian. Hey, this is Ian Duncan, and I play Calden Halek, a half-elf sorcerer. Last, <laughs> but certainly not least, Mr. James Wilkinson. Hey, it's James, and I play Dagon, the Eladrin Scion. Please don't turn away. We're not going to talk like this the entire session. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to DNR After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're buckled in and ready for a action-packed night. <laughs> okay, that sounded more like hotline you need to call yeah. into. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dozen of role players here with me. <laughs> I'm wearing nothing but my character sheet. <laughs> okay, you got it. <laughs> Thank you, Press seven to charge more money to the account. <laughs> I can finish. I can finish. <laughs> Guys, last time on the show, uh, you made your way up this river, which was flowing in the wrong direction, but we may get to that at some point. And you started to make your way inland through the tip of the Northlands, uh, trying to make your way toward Aubrey. Uh, in the midst of all that, there was, uh, there was this earthquake that you all experienced, and it caused a bit of an avalanche. Uh, but that's a little further up the uh, up the way here. You, you'll have to worry about that soon. More importantly, you were all attacked by a giant purple worm, which you dispatched pretty easily, I would say. You guys made out really well. Uh, it looked like a pretty bad situation. You you all worked together, made short work of it, so congratulations. Yep, you. so we do. We fucked shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about easy. I threw everything I had at it. <laughs> Yeah, don't look at my daily list, but uh, not a lot of dailies left. Oh. Well, <laughs> for anyone, yeah. no one yeah. died. So, guys, let me ask you a question. Let, let's let's pick up here. We're we're at fifth day of Thorm. What would you guys like to do here? We'll pick up pretty much right after the worm falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll just start like in the aftermath of the combat. Just replace the armor, like I said last time. Just like remove the. Sting, stinger in my chest, like throw it, toss it, and it's in the snow. Uh, 
clean the blade of my glaive in the, like, leave a green goo streak in the white snow and, uh, like, look for, basically, the injured around me. Put my hands on my knees and breathe heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Can't really loot a worm, right? I mean... Yeah, I mean, does it have anything? I mean, it's not like you're going to run its pockets. Like, it's... <laughs> I mean, it could run its stomach pockets. Well, but here's is the there thing. any, like... Thing we'd want from it, like its blood makes a potion or something. Yeah, she's smart. Let her talk. <laughs> 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 um. Well, you know what? Um. How about you guys give me either a nature or arcana check? Hmm. Plus three or minus one. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So let's see here, Air Love. Dagon and Acteronis would know that, yes, the blood of a purple worm can be used uh, in certain spells and uh, certain blood magic rituals, although it's really difficult to transport such a thing because um, the blood of a giant purple worm like this is acidic and eats through most containers. So usually you have to have some sort of uh, some sort of enchanted glass uh, vial, something like that. So it's it's really tough. Uh, if you were all to roll a perception check, I could tell you what it'd be doing right now. Oh yeah, almost quit. Mm, nice. Um, so this this huge worm is taking up a, a big a big space in this wide open field here. And there's a really stark contrast to the, the color of the worm and the, the, just the stark white of the snow. So it's just this huge purple thing gushing this green pool of blood underneath of it. And it is definitely eating into the ground, uh, clean through the snow, uh, actually around the worm. It's eaten away at, uh, at, at the snow itself. So you can see the ground and, just getting near it, uh, you'd have to be kind of ginger. You'd have to be, you know, sort of, sort of, like, careful. Um, there there have been people who, in desperate times, have hacked off bits of a worm that are safe to eat. It's not, it's not pleasurable, it's not tasty, but you can survive off of that if you were in a pinch. Like, if you're stuck up here in the Arctic and needed something to eat. Okay. So xenomorph, got it. <laughs> Do we have food? I would say you have rations. You just stepped off the boat. So yeah, I guess we came prepared. Yeah, thing. yeah. I would think that you would pack up before you before you left the ship. Yeah, probably like a week's worth or something. Yeah, I imagine you have a lot of dried foods and and stuff like that. You did stock up at Ebony Harbor, and you knew you were going to be at sea, <clears> so <throat> you always kind of prepare for the worst. Would it be worth checking its stomach to see if it ate? An unlucky traveler that might have had something valuable on him. That is up to you. Um, mm. you want to jump into acid, man? Nope. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if yeah. there's... Maybe if they were eaten and, like, stuck in that acid, there's not a lot left, but uh could be worth looking. You could maybe cut it open. Uh, From a distance. Um. What about the, uh, like, avalanche or storm or, like, just the Arctic situation? Like, is it What's the weather like right now? Should we hurry? Is basically my uh, my question. Um, right now, um, it's windy. It's it, it, no storm right now, but it is kind of. Um, it, I mean, it's it's typical kind of tundra weather. Uh, the wind will blow 
uh, the, it's really powdery up here, the snow. So um, it'll, it'll sort of blow it into your eyes, and it gets to be a bit much to exposed skin. Again, Calden will have a better time of things up here than, than most of you guys, but a lot of you, I imagine, would have your faces covered, everything but your eyes, uh, just, just enough so that you can see where you're going. Um, ahead... Yeah, the, the the avalanche situation might make the pass between the mountains a bit difficult. Um, the good news is that once you get past the two mountains that sort of cradle this entire area, that'll let you slip into the valley that leads to Aubrey, and uh, the weather and conditions will get a lot better. Uh, I just saw something for Braylon, Dagon, and I. When we get to a city that's full of clerics, we should probably check to make sure that we are actually disease-free, that the witch actually got rid of it. Oh, yeah, that's right. We still got bit by the mutant rats. Maybe she just, like, suppressed it. (laughs) Wow, that is distrusting. (laughs) Well, I mean, character-wise, what reason do we have to trust her? She's just like, yeah, you guys, go ahead. She let us go because she thought we were going to, you know, complete her mission. I was totally joking. (laughs) No, I I know. know. I'm I'm, I'm thinking out loud. Right. Like, Braylon would definitely be concerned, like, oh, my God, that crazy old lady. Maybe she just... It's like, maybe it's like a free trial, you know, like like McAfee antivirus. Like, oh, you get a week, and then if you don't do it, you're yeah. fucked. <laughs> and then Where she's is... sending you emails all the time. Uh, can you renew, please? Can you update? Oh, malware. No. Um, probably a good idea. Sorry, that was kind of out of left field, but I just thought of no. it. It's good you think it. All right. So, um, so Act Eronis, you're going to jump in that acid and go through the stomach, right? Cool. No, sir. <laughs> um, I I don't know if we're equipped enough to transport like whatever remains of that creature uh, we can get our hands on. It seems pretty either volatile or uh, corrosive. So yeah. unless yeah. unless someone has a proper measure to bring them, um, I think we're better off without it. I don't even know if we... I, I can't use it for sure. Um, yeah, probably not. I don't think the payoff's worth the uh, the effort we're going to have to put in to, to get the stuff over there. Mm. Yeah, We're already, already carrying a lot of, of another giant creature's remnants, so... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Whoops, I forgot. Yeah, let's, let's, let's leave it. So continuing on then? Yeah, unless someone has the ability to detect, like, magical trinkets in its belly. <laughs> no. Is that a thing in 4th edition? Like Arcana, you can sense magic? Uh, it has to be pretty big magical. Okay, okay. okay. And it has to be. It's not like... Okay, that was just a technical question. Yeah. Alrighty. So, you guys are going to get ready and, uh, and, and continue on Trek South. Eventually, after, after a couple of more hours. Because traveling's kind of slow. The path is going to narrow a bit, and you're going to come up to a portion of the <clears throat> a portion of the way here that that same river runs through, and uh, sort of dips down. Uh, and there are going to be uh, a couple of mountains that that sort of frame this entire area, and there will be plenty of space for you to walk through. But it look actually give me a perception roll, everyone. Almost a crit. Wow, okay, so Aerolove and Dagon are going to notice that this area is now blanketed in snow. So trudging through this, um, the good news is that most of this avalanche seems to have done damage a little further up the mountain, and it's it's spread out. So while 
the snow is going to be up to your waist or higher in certain areas, you will be able to get through it. It's it's going to be A, intensely cold, and B, you're going to expend a lot more energy going through this, uh, through this area. But you will be able to get through it. It's just going to slow you down. Whose waist are we talking about here? Well, not Braylon's. It'll be up to mm. Braylon's neck or um, above his head in certain areas. Unless, burn... of course, he were to be on someone's shoulders. Actronis, please, can I ride on your back? Oh, why, of course. <laughs> I was going to offer to burn the snow away, but you can do that. <laughs> just just don't touch my armor with your little fingers. No, 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 wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't dream of fingering your armor, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. oh. That's a callback, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. <laughs> All right, it's a good show. So this is um, this is going to be a while. You guys are you're gonna you're gonna get through here. Um, so the good news is that it looked like this area was due for an avalanche, and it could have been a lot worse if you guys were running a couple of hours ahead of schedule. You could have been in the middle of this when it happened. So that's that's a really good thing. So here's what I'm going to ask you guys to do. I'm going to ask you guys to roll a flat d20, and let's let's see <laughs> how much effort and energy and time it's going to take you to get through this. So each one of like us to do or that just for me? one person. No, 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 one of you, because you're doing it as a group. Who would like to? Who would like to be uh, brave? Not me this time. I did it last time. Mm. I'll do it. Hmm. Okay. Oh, sweet. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, what hey. oh wow! Yeah. <clears throat> Nineteen. Working as a team, you guys are going to cut through this relatively quickly. Uh, I would say within a period of four hours or so, you you would be able to make it through this pass, and things are eventually going to start to clear up for you guys. You're going to get to a portion uh, where you are beyond the avalanche, and then you're going to notice the river dip down. And it's going to start to flow the other way. And you can see where there's an area where the river sort of collapses in on itself and almost forms like some sort of like tidal whirlpool. Hmm. Which is highly unusual. Is the water still flowing in the opposite direction that it should be? Um, well, that's the thing. There's it's it's flowing in the opposite direction. Then you meet this little whirlpool thing. Then it's flowing. It, it's flowing in two different directions. Yeah, towards the whirlpool. Yes. Um, can we do another Arcana check on that, or do we know <laughs> or it, already? Can I? Do I like, would say that you'd know as much about this as you 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 would. So we figure it's magic because it's it's bizarre. It's got to be. Yeah. Well, it could we be like a geographical feature of the region maybe it's a does anyone can we roll it like something like that like if we know there is a whirlpool here like everybody in Aubrey knows about the whirlpool <laughs> um well what you could do is you can either wait till you're in town and ask about it you can <clears throat> you can uh you could run some sort of nature check if you like you already have though on the river and you already know that that's pretty bizarre that it's mm -hmm. flowing in the opposite direction it should not be flowing inland. It should be flowing out to sea. We could also throw ten rubies in there, and then Zora <laughs> yeah. <checks it> out. <laughs> and he gives us the he gives us the flippers. Yeah, take us to the water temple, and then we can just swim to Talor. Yeah. I was gonna say throw a rock in or something. But do we want to? I'm, I'm really in or leave it alone. Braylon picks up I'm, a rock and throws it in the whirlpool. Done. 
All right then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let's go with that. I like okay. that. This rock is how big? Would you say the rock is? As big as Braylon's palm, because he cannot pick up big rocks. Fair so enough. let's say like a small one, not that big. Okay. So it's going to it's going to hit the water, just kind of that like kerplunk sound, and it's going to disappear immediately. And then nothing's going to happen. It's going to be pretty much what you would expect to happen when you throw a rock into the water. Like Fair enough. Braylon's going to look at Dagon Shrugs. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, he'll give him a look. Oh, I'm like, so super uh, curious. I wanted, I wanted more from that. So, okay. Onward. Let's Continue. ask the town people about it. Sorry, sorry. No, no problem. Continuing away from the Northlands... You guys are going to reach an area where uh, the snow is starting to taper off. You are coming down from these mountains, and everyone do me a favor. Roll a perception check. What if it was wow. like a portal, and there's another portal with just like tons of water flowing in? Like in well, someone's basement. Now they have a free rock. A bunch of <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> The bracelet, I imagine, is still pulling to the southeast? Um, yep. As of right now, southeast. I think talking to the town people is probably a good idea, I feel like. Afterwards. Sorry. Um, Calden is going to teach the group how to make snow angels in the in the low snow, that in the like soft snow that's not piled waist high. Aww, my tail gets in the way. Dagon will teach the group how to write their name in the snow. Aww, can, can you teach me gets in the way. <laughs> Airlove and Dagon. No, actually, Airlove, Dagon, Actoranus. Looking down uh, from the mountains, there's this uh, there's this gorgeous valley. Uh, there's 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 hills you're going to have to get get across, but it, there's nothing like the terrain you you've just had to cross. And the day is is fleeting at this point. It's it, you're running out of daylight, but down in the valley, you're guessing another another hour or two away, maybe, is the tiny town of Aubrey, <gasps> which is it's it's actually really quaint looking from here. Specifically, those of you who may have been there before know that it's uh, it's a pretty nice town for the most part. They have their problems, but I mean it's a pretty nice town. Now. The walk ahead of you, again, nothing nothing too hard. But you are all, I would say, pretty exhausted from this journey so far. Up to you whether you'd like to make camp now or continue to town. Okay, so that's only a couple hours away, right? Mm-hmm. About two, two and a half. How close well, is it to sunset? I would say you have about another hour of any daylight out before it's just, you know, it, the sunset officially. And we know about the vampires? <laughs> Who's been to Aubrey before? Uh, Air loves the one who knew about Artemis. So, ooh, so I'll tell you what, Susan, do me a favor, roll a history check, okay. and anything over, I would say, uh, a fifteen. Like that's my bonus. Then tell everybody about the vampires, <laughs> <laughs> and you barely made it. <laughs> uh, there's vampires. <laughs> What? Huh? <laughs> I should probably roleplay this. 
There's vampires, blah. Yeah. <laughs> not one, not Guys. Two, not three. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Did you hit your head? <laughs> um, I'm not sure if any of you have been to Aubrey before, but this town is known for its vampire attacks. And we're about to come on sunset, and that's usually when the attacks begin. So I'm not sure if you guys wanted to head into the city now or wait until dawn. Are, would we be safe here from the vampires? They usually just attack the town. But then if they do, we could help. That's true. And but at the same time, we'd probably be... We're a few hours away, and sun's about to set. We'd probably be attacked before we got to the town. But I'm, I think we could handle ourselves, but at the same time, it's better to be safe than sorry. That is true, but... I don't know if I could forgive myself if we arrived tomorrow in the morning and there was a devastating attack. Uh, I I can't let a single undead alive if they cross my path. My powers don't permit it as well. But Dagon, would, do you want to continue heading to town? Um, he'll just smile at them both and say, uh, just when I thought we might get a break. And he'll sort of motion towards going to town. All right. I just wanted to warn you all beforehand so we know what to expect. Uh, like vampire weaknesses, that sort of thing. Would we have that sort of knowledge? Or if we rolled a history check or something like that? Um, I would say history or nature. Oh, not religion? Um, You could roll religion on that one. It's not really, it, like, it's not the kind of, like, crosses kill vampires type of thing in Theria, so it's more... All right, like, all right. Yeah. Um, Damn. History. Let me pull out my Encyclopedia Britannica real quick. <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. I guess I'll do nature, then. Whoa. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them because I'm uh, ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Erlov, Dagon, Braylon, they would all know the, the common ways to dispatch a vampire. Um, obviously, uh, holy water helps. It's um, that, that, That's something that uh, they do not enjoy. Um, other than that, uh, cutting their head off, that's that's an excellent excellent way. Sunlight, the, the, the common stuff. But yeah, any of the other stuff, wolfsbane, garlic, uh, crosses, none of that. None of that stick, stuff. stick through the heart. Um, th- well, yeah, but that's, that's, for the most part, that's what kills anything. Okay. <laughs> that's that, you know, um, that's a very exotic way to kill a vampire, but yeah, that, that, that will kill it too. Are they weak to radiant or fire or stuff like they that? They are very weak to radiant. Yes. Anything, uh, yeah, anything radiant. Um, and then of course the sun itself, you can drag one out into the sunlight. You will kill it. I have an attack called sunburst. What? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> They are not going to like you. <laughs> I got a few dailies that if I rest, I could get back. <laughs> I'm gonna so pull what's out my, the decision? I'm going to yeah, pull out uh, my unicorn yeah. horn. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, Fearless Leader said let's go to town. So, But, uh, okay. I, I, but, but before we go, Actor Ennis is going to turn to uh, Calden and Braylon. and just going to say, your, your opinion also matters, even though I made my mind. If you have any reasons to convince us to stay, please be heard. It's, it's purple worms out there or vampires here. 
either way. Yeah, Braylon's going to agree. He's going to look at Ectorona and say, Well, I'd rather die in a town with walls and a bed than out in the wilds. Uh, Ectorona is going to chuckle and start walking forward. A couple hours are going to pass by, and the sun has dipped in the sky, and it is now nighttime. So you got your typical crickets, and you'll hear little bits of wildlife every once in a while, something skittering in a bush, or uh, typical stuff. Eventually, you are all going to make it to the town of Aubrey after a very long journey. So congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. And vampires. Oh, no. <laughs> Everyone is dead. We're undead. Group four is an Aubrey hiding in an attic. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Only some of them. Uh, everyone, <laughs> do me a favor. I was just going to say, where the, where's the town with mummies and Frankensteins? <laughs> That's the town with Abbott and Costello. That is... <laughs> <laughs> Different continent. Everyone, do me a favor. Roll a perception check. Every one of you are going to notice that the lanterns are lit in the town of Aubrey. Most people are indoors. Uh, the exception to that being as you approach the town itself, it doesn't have a traditional gateway or um, there's nothing. You just start seeing buildings and it sort of gradually kind of starts up. Um, it's not like one of the walled cities that you might go to, like Winterhaven or um, Donhurst, something like that. <clears throat> Standing. Uh, standing on the road leading into town uh, is a red-haired woman who is brandishing a, a longsword and has it sort of planted into the ground, like in front of her. Not deep, just, just sort of waiting for people to approach. And um, you, can see her, you can see her kind of tilt her head just a bit as, as you all approach. So what would you like to do? I guess Braylon would start waving. <laughs> Just waving hi. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, let Braylon defuse the situation and then convince her we're not vampires. <laughs> Maybe she is. And if I was, oh ooh. yeah. Maybe she's the real vampire. Oh, I, didn't, I, didn't know. Think, I didn't think about mm. that. Julie now. <laughs> Alright, I would nudge Braylon forward. Okay. <laughs> See if she's a vampire. <laughs> Well, one of the things you're going to notice as you as you approach is that um, she has these uh, these horizontal claw marks running running over her face. Uh, so it looks like something got a hold of her at some point. They're not oh. fresh wounds, like like more uh, scars. Um, they're they're you could tell that this happened this happened not too long ago. Okay, looks painful. I'll whisper to myself as I approach. Say, hi! <laughs> Good evening! Painful dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stand. Uh, Don't stand. Me and my oh. friends are uh, wandering in from uh, the wreckage of our ship, actually, in the Frost Basin, and uh, we're looking to looking for a safe place to stay the night, maybe get some supplies, a few drinks. She's, she's going to look down at Little Braylon here. You came in via ship. He's going to laugh say, yeah, well, that wasn't the idea or the plan, but it's kind of what ended up happening. See, uh, me and my friends, we were trying to make sail for uh, for a different continent, and the route we chose, which we chose very poorly on all of our all of our faults, uh, ended up being very unsafe. Uh, 
So we had to uh, make anchor and find the nearest town, which happened to be your beautiful, quaint town of Aubrey. Well, actually, we do have business here. We came to see a uh, uh, a renowned armorsmith of yours. She's going to narrow her eyes. You mean the gnome? I nod. All right. You can stay the night. It doesn't look like you're going to cause any trouble. The inn is open if you want to check in. I don't believe Artemis is in his shop this time of night. Is everything all right right now? Aren't you just uh, sending guard? You seem very tense. What is the situation in town right now? And how did you get those wounds? (laughs) Smooth move. (laughs) Uh, She's going to readjust. Um, you can you could tell that that the the last question was enough to put her on edge just a little bit like just just sort of sort of guard herself a bit. Okay, and Calden's going to immediately like put up his hands once he sees her tense and say, "I mean, no offense, of course." We were we were attacked about a week ago. It's it was the worst one we've had in quite a while. Luckily, we had a group wander through that helped us repel them, but we did lose someone. I would advise you all to stay indoors until until sunrise, if you can. Braylon's going to step forward. I'm yeah. sorry for your loss. Um, if it's not too much trouble, do you mind telling us exactly what happened? What attacked you? Was it the vampires that we've all heard about? She's going to nod her head. Yeah, but this time was different. I chased one down in, into the caves, and I've killed dozens of them before, but I've never seen anything like this. It was some hulking half-orc creature, but it was faster than anything I've ever seen. Do you stand guard alone? I'm... I'm pretty much all that's left in terms of those who'll watch over the city. Raylan's going to make that whistle noise and look at the floor and rub his feet in the ground. She's going to look down at Raylan like just kind of like that's a weird reaction to what I just said. (laughs) (laughs) That was inappropriate. Sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm just there's only one guard left in the whole town? There used to be more of us. I... I was actually trained by a few people, and there was a small battalion. We didn't try to hunt them. We just wanted to make sure that people didn't get taken in the night. But slowly but surely, they picked us off one by one. And thanks to this, whatever this new thing is, I am honestly afraid that one day... There won't be anyone of us left who can stand against it. Well, there is more people tonight. Um, and he looks at the rest of the party. If you want to get some rest tonight, I strongly recommend you do. And then he looks back at the woman and I will help you uh, stand guard tonight and rest in the morning. Uh, Erlo's going to pull her uh, 
I guess it's a staff. It's longer than a rod. Uh, her staff off her back, and the symbols glow faintly. And she says to Actronus, saying, "I'll stand guard as well." Vale's gonna step forward, and I'll take first sleep watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, do do we know like that Aubrey is like that has a lot of like uh, clerics and healers and stuff like that? Is that a thing Aubrey is known for? Oh yeah, that's that's the thing they're known for. The vampire thing they try to like as a tourist thing. That's not mentioned in the pamphlets. That's more like it's like <laughs> nobody, nobody tells you about kidnapping in Cuba. So okay, cool. No, they... <laughs> uh, I look at uh, what's her name, Alexandra. Yes, uh, I look at her again and say, um, if there's no one to defend the people of this town, uh, this might be in short term. At short term, it's going to be devastating, but. In the long term, Aubrey might play a greater role in uh, things to come in the next few months. Uh, I'll make I'm, I'll make sure that we see your um, most holy men and women tomorrow, and we'll address the situation. But I think that the world will need a city of of uh, people of faith and healers in the in the near future, and I'll make sure that we can help. Uh, help you st- uh, stay alive. Does he chuckle at the end of it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I very much appreciate the offer, but I'm not going to give up my watch. That's that's not your responsibility. If you want to stand guard with me, I do appreciate it. But I think you should all know what you're getting into. I have fought them before, and I gave that thing everything that I had, and it flicked me away like it was nothing. So, you're all very brave, and it's very much appreciated, but if you want to rethink and just go get sleep, there's no shame in that. If you couldn't fight it alone last time, then you're going to need us. Are there any allies that Aubrey can turn to? Does this town bear this burden on its own? Recently, we did receive word from the Overwatch, of all places. They are eventually supposed to send people when they sort out their restructuring, but that could be weeks or even months. All right. Uh, I'm going to like remove my, I guess, a backpack with the scales in it and hand it to over to Braylon and say, if you want to uh, go to the inn and have a drink on me, uh, and have... A drink for me. Get two drinks. And um, just make sure that the scales are uh, secured and stowed away for the night. And um, if you want, you can go rest, my friend. Got it. All right. So secure the scales, secure drinks. I'm on it. And then I'll carry your big heavy-ass bag with me to the nearest inn. I guess I'm, I'm not going to... Am I going by myself or Calden and Dagon following me? Because I don't want to get jumped. <laughs> yeah, Calden will by, go with you. That, yeah. the, <laughs> just by regular that criminals. Last battle ticket out of him. He's yeah. definitely going to need a rest, but he'll he will say to Actronus, "Should you need us, please, don't not hesitate to call." He puts his hand on your shoulder and nods and says, "You are a valuable valuable member of this uh, team now, uh, and I value your strength, Calden." Thank you. Valuable and weary, oh. though I'm afraid. Please go get some rest. Do me a favor, Braylon. Make a strength check. I knew this was coming. I just 
<laughs> I don't want to believe it. <laughs> strength based off. Where's my strength? Right there. Check. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 12 total. So that's some high I can drag it. I can drag it. That's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. As, as Braylon starts to, to motion away from the party, um, he's going to realize that carrying his pack, all of his belongings, and Actaronis's pack is... Not going to be pretty. He can get it done, but it's not going to be like he's just going to flick it on his back. He's like, got it, boss, and walk away. It's going to be more like, and drag <laughs> Actaronis' pack behind him. So you know, please I tell me the bottom doesn't rip myself. open. No. no I'm, I'm like visioning myself everywhere. doing it the way you said it, Jason, where I'm like, got it, boss, and just carry it over my shoulder. And I mean, <laughs> you made me look like a goddamn fool. <laughs> Brandon's going to look at Calden. Uh, can a can, little, little help here, Chief? Uh, Calden will give a little smile and grab the other end, and they'll sort of like shuffle, shuffle it down the down the street. Thank okay. you. Could you take my pack too? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Just pile well, it no, on. I can't, I can't hear you. No, bye. Sorry. Dagon <laughs> <laughs> will uh, look at Actronus Nerolov to say, uh, "Keep your wits about you. Come get me in two hours." Nerolov will hand her pack to Dagon. He'll take it. And he'll uh, he'll follow the other guys. I was gonna say I was gonna say bumbling idiots, but that's mean. So well, <laughs> that's right. first first Whoa. you start shouting some drow racial slurs. <laughs> I didn't which know which you can thing. hear if you get on the Patreon. You'll hear it on the bonus content. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they are real juicy slurs too. You're now you're wanna... calling us bumbling idiots. I mean. Oh, it's real bad. <laughs> Any of you drow out there are going to want to hear this, man. It's bad. <laughs> There's some controversial stuff out here. Shots fired. Bang, bang. Yep. <laughs> As they walk away, um, this, this red-haired paladin is going to kind of lean in. I don't mean to pry, but are your packs full of dragon scales? <laughs> <laughs> you have a keen eye. I was in perception. Oh, is that what that eleven was? Yeah. That crit. She critted. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap! She knew what kind of underwear I was wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Thongs. Yes, we did bring a fair amount of them, uh, with the intention of having them uh, fashioned into armors for us. Aha. And she's going to... Uh, there, there's a smile that's going to cross her face. Artemis is going to love you. <laughs> well, this is great to hear. Already making friends. <laughs> I kind of like to think that Air loves under the assumption. Like, she heard of this great, like, smith in Aubrey. Like, she doesn't really know anything about him. She just heard about him. <laughs> <laughs> So she's actually like, wow, this guy's probably going to be super amazing. Like, I've heard great stories. <laughs> <laughs> How's about we stay out here with the three of you? We're staying out here with uh, Alexandra, Actaronis, and Aerolove. What we're going to do is we're going to roll a flat d20 to see what kind of night the town of Aubrey is about to have. I did it last time. Don't be I- gross. I do believe that Aerolov did it last time. So. I could do it because I'm there. You could. Um, I'm do it for you. Just want to note that uh, I would have taken uh, like hit dice back or uh, healing surges. Just want to say. Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of. I, I already. In, in <laughs> I'm not saying I'm expecting a fight right now. I'm just. Right. Of course. I called it. 
Okay, and whoo, here we go. Uh, oh. It's not uh, middle five. of the bad. Before everything <laughs> goes to shit, I'd just like to say all the A names stayed outside. Okay. Triple A threat. Triple A threat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no vampire wants to mess with that. Yeah. I would say that uh, Dagon, Braylon, and Calden probably found a room for the night, or a couple of them, and uh, they're they're settling in, getting some rest. Mm-hmm. Definitely, for sure. Okay. Let's say an hour. Let's say an hour goes by, and Actaronis, Erelov, and Alexandra are uh, are gonna are are gonna be just outside of town here. I would say that. After a while, the very fact that you volunteered to risk your life after being told extensively what the dangers are would be enough for uh, Alexander to kind of want to get to know you better. Just just sort of reach out and olive, offer an olive branch. And um, she would have formally introduced herself and sort of tell you what what has been going on recently in town. So she would have told you about uh, the, the most recent attack, the one where... Uh, two villagers got dragged away. One of them was rescued uh, with the help of uh, a group that was traveling through. And one of them sadly ha- had their neck snapped by uh, uh, that, that vampire as he sort of bit into, bit into them like a fresh apple. <laughs> Ooh. So I don't know if there's anything like, I don't like small talky type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I keep my eyes peeled too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. If it helps, I I do have low light vision, so. Me too. Oh well, there we go. <laughs> um, High five. <laughs> snap. <laughs> and then you break my hand because you're. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might break a few fingers too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Any any details you may give us about these vampires will be of use in combat. I appreciate you sharing and. Uh, trusting us right away uh we really mean it when we say that we want to see this undead threat uh through well i can tell you that you have the right idea being armored head to toe have you ever fought a vampire before uh not no vampires no and she's gonna look over to her love what about you no, I have not. Well, they're fast, first and foremost, and stronger than you'd expect them to be. No matter how spindly they might look, they pack more of a punch than than you're probably used to. Try not to let them get too close. If you can keep something in between you and them, like a shield, that, that would be an excellent idea. After a beat, she's going to kind of lean in toward Actaronis. I still think that you are right on track with being armored head to toe, but if you're going to stay here for a day or two, I think you might want to have it cleaned because you... And I'm sorry for being so blunt, you smell. I guess it's the... uh... Getting accustomed to the life of a sailor, um, I will. I will do something about it. Thank you, um, thank you for your bluntness. Erlo's gonna look at her and be like, "Yes, thank you." 
just going to look at that at our love. When it was cold, you couldn't really notice, but now that we're in town, you know. I I must be sweating a lot. <laughs> He's just going to like turn around a little bit. Teardrop. <laughs> <laughs> like, do one one sidestep, one sidestep away, and raise a like slightly raise his left arm and like get his helmet closer to his armpit. And it's just like, I don't, I, I can't smell it. I don't know what you're talking about. Do me a favor, roll a perception check, you two. What? Ooh. <laughs> Good thing I'm here. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a lot of perception right there. That is a lot of perception. Airlove's going to spot something in the darkness. A good distance away. Uh, sort of approaching, approaching the road that leads to town, but not on the road. Um, this would be a figure that um, is sort of sidling the road and sort of ducking in and out of bushes. And it's it's something that uh, it takes a few times for her to really get a good look at it. Uh, first, it's like, oh, that's probably, you know, maybe a wolf out there in the darkness, something like that. And then she's going to get a decent look at it and realize it looks like uh, it, it looks like a man out there just far enough away that uh, none of the light from, from town is, is touching it. But this person appears to be watching the three of you. Airlove will put a hand on... She doesn't want to talk. She'll put a hand on Acteronis and make like a head motion, like a nod, like, look that way. I'll peel my eyes even more. I, and then she'll whisper... See a man, and it looks like he's looking at us. Um, he's gonna relay the information over to uh, Alexandra. Arlo spotted a man, uh, aware of our presence. Um, she's gonna have trouble spotting it because she doesn't have low light vision. She's just a human. <laughs> <laughs> About how far away? Just outside of town, on the edge of the road. Um, she's going to, you can tell it clearly frustrates her that she can't see the thing that you, you see. Um, and she's going to, she's going to walk forward a bit, just slowly, as if that was the thing that she was going to do anyway, like a patrol, something like that, but not, not necessarily making a beeline for, uh, for where you're pointing at. She'll say to her, I'm whispering, what did this vampire that attack you look like. Um, are you going to be walking with her? Yeah, just like... Just like trying casual. to look casual. Okay. It was this hulking half-orc. It was... probably six and a half feet tall. What does this man look like, Jason? That I could see. Um, as you get closer, um, this is this is a really dark figure. To be, it looks to be so dark because it's it's completely it's completely covered almost head to toe, but there's a bit of there's a bit of his face uh, that's visible, and as you start to get closer, Erlov's going to see that it looks like a drow man, like a very pale drow man. I'll relay that. Uh, he, the man outside of town, looks like a very pale drow. I'll just, uh, if they keep walking, I'll keep like a 
little distance, like maybe 10 feet behind them, and really keep my eyes peeled, like, away, like, around the men or the side of the roads just to see if I could spot an ambush or something. Ooh, roofs and stuff, too. Mm. Yeah. Everything but favor. directly at the guy. <clears throat> Give me a favor, roll a perception check. Both of us are just... Um... I think Actor- I'm intently watching the man. Yeah, so I'd say Actronis is is maybe checking your rear. That was something he mentioned. So, okay. As you guys as you guys keep walking, um, eventually this figure is going to step out onto the road, and his hands are going to be raised. Um, do me a favor. Uh, uh, roll a perception check for me. Uh, both of us. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, he doesn't appear to be carrying any weapons um, and Acronis is going to notice that <clears throat> there's this big kind of billowy uh, hooded cape that's sort of draped over him um, do me a favor and either roll um, give me a history check actually yeah. do I get a bonus because I used to hang out with a bit of drow in Onikal or um, give that... me plus one Awesome. Uh, I didn't add it. Let's just add it ourselves. Ooh. Okay. 25. Okay. Uh, traditionally, that is not uncommon uh, when you see drow to see them cover up, especially especially if they're pale like that, because um, that's sort of, a, sort of a badge of honor uh, for a lot of drow that live underground, that they, they have that pale white skin. And once they've adapted to the surface, like after a period of months, they sort of lose that and they darken up. Um, so some drow kind of take that as a point of pride that they're able to live underground and deal with all the, the hardship of that. And yeah, there's sort of a division between the drow when it comes to that. So that is not crazy uncommon. Okay. Um, Alexandra's going to raise her blade. And and just sort of a defensive, like waiting to see what this what this guy's gonna do. Yeah, I'm just gonna say in the back, like not too loud. Um, might not be a vampire, but might also be a good idea to uh, remain on our, our, our remain wary uh, on our guard. Did Actoronis's previous perception check yield anything from the, our surroundings? Like. He's not going to see anything. There's nothing. It doesn't appear as though anything's trying to get the drop on you or uh, ambush you in any way. I trust my senses. <laughs> I trust you. Erla already had her weapon out, so. Um, this 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 man is going to continue to have his arms raised. I mean you no harm. You don't need to attack me. Not going to put my weapon away. and Alexandra's going to again keep her blade leveled at this figure why are you hiding I was actually hoping to speak to you is there a place where we can talk in private show us your teeth first feel so clever (laughs) (laughs) he is going to Sort of lower, lower his head a bit and level his gaze at Actoronis. There's no need for tests. I am one of them, if that's what you're asking. Hmm. Actoronis probably isn't the greatest person to meet a friendly vampire. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm gonna hold my glaive tighter. I'm just gonna wait for Alexandra to say something. Um, she's gonna look over to Actorinus just to see if he's going to react to that in any way because you're the one who asked. And before she speaks, again, I mean no harm to any of you. Insight. Go right ahead. And I hate doing this. That is some prime air love right there, guys. <laughs> From what air love can tell, that seems to be on the level. That seems to be uh, this vampire's intentions. Although, you, there's a tinge of something there. That that's not the whole story or something like that. And Erlov's not sure if that's because you now know that this is a vampire or there's there's a tone that all drow seem to have that <laughs> yeah. it yeah. feels like they're leaving something out. Like it's, 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 a, it's, it's a very slippery line of half-truths. Why not talk here? Honestly, I don't feel as though it's safe. Which is exactly why we're out here, to keep the town safe. If we go somewhere private, that leaves the town open for an attack. Are you telling me you're afraid of vampires? Only one. And he is going to look over to Alexandra. I think you know who I'm talking about. She's going to give this some thought, you can, you can tell. Are you honestly expecting us to take you into town? This vampire's going to mull that over. Honestly, I didn't think you would. Although getting a little closer to town wouldn't hurt. I don't need to go into any buildings. If that's all right with you. Um, she's going to look over to you, too. Unless Aralev says something right away, I would say something. No, go ahead. The simple fact that we're talking with you right now is enough of a sign of good faith. Let's talk now and appreciate that I don't run my... And he's just going to bite his lip. Let's, let's just talk now. See if we can find a way to save the people of this town from this other vampire of yours. You can see he's like, he clearly yeah. doesn't want to make a deal with a, a vampire. Uh, this guy's going to narrow his eyes at Actoronis. Fine. I've actually been sent here to barter. We wish to strike a deal. We want you to help us kill the orc. In exchange, we promise to let the town be. <laughs> Alexandra's going to... is going to speak up after this. Why should we believe you? kind of want to roll another insight. <laughs> 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 but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's all going to be worth it. The 
the bit he said about uh, he's been sent here to barter that that seems on the level. The the part where you can you can tell there's a definite catch is the leave the town B. Fairlove's gonna let her staff fill with radiant energy. She has runes on it, so it actually like, glows white for a second. She's gonna be like, I don't believe it'll leave the town alone. Um, Alexandra would say, neither do I. And um, this vampire's gonna take a step back when he sees the staff start to light up. Just sort of like, oh, oh, put your gun down. Like that kind of... I can understand your apprehension. But... We can't live side by side with that beast. He can't be rationalized or reasoned with. It's become a nuisance. If you help us deal with it, then I'm sure we can work out some sort of coexistence between our peoples. To be honest, we've lost quite a few in the last month or so. Is there some sort of, like, wizard's oath or something (laughs) that, like, binds him to a promise? Um, (laughs) like an arcane contract? As long as he doesn't cross his fingers in his back. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. There's there's no guarantee. I guess really, really strong magics. I'm... I can't believe I'm saying this, but... I'm willing to consider it as your as you seem to have reason with you, unlike the other undead I've encountered before. But if you're telling me there is a brute vampire, another undead abomination that needs to be put down, then I will put my blade to use. I think this decision is up to Alexandra because this is her town. Um, the entire time you can you can see her just staring at this thing, like waiting for it to make a false move or charge or anything. I'd be willing to discuss it further. And she's going to, to turn to the two of you. Are you saying you'd be willing to fight that thing? Yes. With my life. In quote, quotation marks. <laughs> um, again, I think this town is very important in the months to come. And he looks at a vampire. And even a vampire like you, your very existence might be threatened by something bigger than all this in three months. And if you, uh, if you break that deal we're making right now, you... Every, you will regret this in three months to come. Give us your word that you will leave this town alone. He is going to step forward. He's going to close the gap between him and Acteronis by half. So they're 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 just they're just feet away now. And Alexandra would tense up and again just just have her sword like level, just like ready. She would kind of pull it back, just getting ready to swing. Make no mistake, Cleric. I am a man of my word. If I promise something, I will deliver. But 
we will need to feed. We can figure that part of the bargain out a little later. If you want to hold my weapons while we speak, I would be more than happy to allow you, if it would make you feel... safer. He's... He's going to reply, um, with the best on a call drow accent he can from back home. Hmm. He's going to try to say, uh, not try to say what he's going to say. Then, yes, I think these terms are agreeable. Let's try to make this work. Excellent. Is there somewhere we should sit down? Oh, yeah, there's a great inn. <laughs> it has a lovely buffet. Alexandra is going to lower her weapon, but still, you can tell she's she's still very tense. I can arrange a place for us to sit down, but we will be holding all of your weapons. And if you make one false move, I will kill you. Do you understand? Um, the vampire is going to nod. And he's going to sort of brush back this cloak, and there are two drow uh, short swords that he carries with him. And he's going to remove them, and he is going to very gingerly extend them out toward Acteronus. I will gingerly take them. And he'll kind of give a smile to Acteronus as he does it. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll take them and, like, yeah, just tuck them yeah. under my arm. Alexandria is going to... She is going to um, open uh, open one of these shops up that is, that is, that is empty right now. And it's uh, pretty much just a place for them to sit down for now. Uh, but this place is going to be empty. And... Um, she would ask, like, do you want the rest of the party here for this, or do you just want to let them rest for now? Mm. I just don't want to make decisions. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. How how, how much time do you want to play? (laughs) Um, it's only been about uh, it's only been about an hour and you know a little over an hour since you since you all left. Okay, because he yeah, because he said two hours, so yeah. They wouldn't be expecting anything right now. Mm. I, I don't want to so. leave Alexander okay. alone with the vampire. Yeah, no, okay. I don't think the decisions for this town necessarily concerned them. Yeah. Uh, they can join us or not, as they wish. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> we, can also, we can do like a cut to the inn where they're all having a role-play good time. <laughs> Because I, I just don't want to exclude Role you guys. Role play sleeping. That's what I was going to say, because like unless they're doing anything, my understanding was they were sleeping. Definitely asleep. For sure yeah. asleep. We're, we're having the most amazing dream. Incredible. <laughs> getting my, getting my well, dailies back. So I Falcor, getting my dailies back. I really don't want to wake you guys up then. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. a drow vampire to kill. So. Well, if we wake you up, like then, then you're... You're gonna need to start sleeping again to gain everything back. So no, you, you need your full rest. Up. It's cool, man. Okay. No, I, I'd rather not. I'd rather have them learn in the morning that we 
struck a deal with a vampire. Yeah. And, yeah. Does, is the vamp okay? Is he uh, a tradesman? Can he fix our ship? <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, are what? you making a deal here that benefits us? What is your profession? <laughs> what is your profession? You could say butcher, I guess. <laughs> um. So she would she would usher she would usher the three of you uh, into this place and then shut the door and lock it behind them, just in case he tries to make some sort of mad dash or do something desperate. Um, and there's going to be a table here, and she's going to offer everyone just kind of take a seat. Uh, this vampire would have no problem in... He'd be just slightly apprehensive, but uh, he's kind of coming to you hat in hand anyway, so he's going to take a seat, and he's already weaponless, so... I would gesture to uh, Aralev to take a seat, and I'll yeah, stay standing in my trademark crouch, uh, like, bad back position, leaning on my glaive. Aralev will sit down and rest her staff across her knees with a hand on it, just in case. Um, Alexandra would take a seat and then, <clears throat> completely uncomfortable with the situation, all right, start talking. And this vampire would take a deep breath. The orc appeared about three weeks ago. At first it was just sightings. Some members of the clan expressed some interest in it. And eventually one of us made contact with it. It didn't speak. We're not even sure if it understood us. He slaughtered two of our kind. There was very little fight. We aren't exactly sure how old it is, but there is a legend that seems to fit. We did keep tabs on the group that traveled through this town about a week ago. One of us witnessed the fight that took place in the caverns. You seem to be having some trouble with it yourself, Alexandra. Two things are going to happen. Go, go ahead and uh, roll a perception for me. One, she is going to tense up immediately after this thing says her name. Oh, yeah. Mm. Two, um, the fact that they were watching that fight and they, 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 they know what's going on with this vampire and that they can't take it either is unsettling. Like, you can tell that that's, that's, that's even more calls for alarm. How do you know my name? Oh, we know so much about you. You've killed a great many of us. Honestly, it would be a massive feather in my cap if something were to happen to you tonight. I'm just going to slam the bottom of my glaive on the ground. He is going to straighten up in his chair. Just, just You could tell for one brief second... She was the only person in the room to this guy. <laughs> and he's just going to sort of sit back in his chair a bit. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. The bottom line is we can't deal with this on our own, and he's an equal menace to you, if I'm not mistaken. So, I propose a limited partnership. Your people 
and our people take on the mistake. We deal with it, and then we can work out some sort of feeding system. Most of us can survive on wild animals, but we so prefer people. We would promise, of course, not to kill anyone in town. Some of us have gotten carried away over the years. We apologize for that. And he's just sort of gauging, like he's waiting, like he's gauging your response. Can I roll like a history check on this guy to see if maybe like he's a well-known vampire? Go ahead, but it would have to be a really high roll. Nope. Okay. No. <laughs> I, I just wanted to like scare him with his name or something. Oh, okay. I'm actually like considering the whole like giving blood thing. I'm like, how? Just looking at my own like forearms, like how much blood do people need anyway? Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't remember how important it is. Did you say that out loud? No, 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 no. That's what's no. going on in my own. <laughs> And there would be no risk of having the people of this town turn? We wouldn't bite you if that's the concern. Honestly, there's been an overpopulation in the caverns recently. Thinning our ranks wasn't the worst thing that happened. Although, we did lose a very high-profile leader about a month ago. I could give you some time to think it over if you like. Uh, we definitely need time to prepare. Um, Aralov, do you want to go over this with the group? Yes. And I also believe that this isn't a decision for just us to make as well. This affects the entire town. Yes. What say I return tomorrow night? Would that give you enough time? I was about to suggest that very same idea. Um, he's going to stand up rather abruptly. Excellent. I'll take my leave then. There's no use in me staying in town for the night. I doubt there's room in your inn. And he's going to sort of level a gaze at Alexandra. I'll see you tomorrow night. No surprises. Uh, meet us at the same entrance. Of course. And he's going to give this very deep bow. I'm sure we can come to some arrangement. And he is going to sort of wait by the door, realizing it's locked. Alexander's going to stand up. I'm going to escort him out of town. If you want to talk to your party, go right ahead. But I'm going to go back and wait at the road. I'll, uh, I'll come with you. None of us should be alone, so I will go with you. <laughs> um, she would unlock the door and escort the vampire to the edge of town. And he is going to get ready to leave and then stop. I almost forgot. And he's going to hold his hand out to Actaronis. Ah, oh, damn it. I, I really wished he, for, he would have forgotten. Um... Oh, uh, is he? Are we, are we still in the building, or are we on the edge? Oh of town? no, you'd be you'd be the edge of town. Okay, cool. Yeah, then yes. Okay. And he's going to he's going to take his weapons back and then put them back where they were. I appreciate your time. 
I'll see you all tomorrow night. And there's going to be a smile that creeps across his face again. And it's fucking unsettling. (laughs) And he is going to raise his hood and then sort of disappear back down the road. There is not a single thing I like about this plan. Nope. But might be the only plan we have. (sighs) What do you think? Do you think they plan to get a jump on us at any point? You think they're... Well, obviously they're they're going to use us to get rid of that thing, but... I have a suspicion that as soon as this orc vampire dies, they will use... They will turn against us in our weakened state. Then let's make sure that the weakened state is uh, spread all around. Let's not do all the fighting. And let's, let's go prepared. Um... We need a contingency plan. Uh, something that they won't see coming. Alexander would speak up. We might have something. We can speak with Father White in the morning, if you like. We've been holding on to an artifact. It... <laughs> <laughs> you guys Okay. Sorry, go, sorry, go. I couldn't hold it in. Go on. <laughs> Tomorrow afternoon, I'll take you by the temple, and we can talk it over with him. It's not my decision to make. Yes, yes, I would very much like to meet him, uh, because we have... I do have some more dire news I would like to discuss with him, but uh, I think it's been enough for tonight. There's no need to talk about this right now. How's about we pick things up in the morning? <laughs> Actaronis um, and I both have a bunch of undead powers, like against undead. Oh my god. For us to get a hold of that. <laughs> get a hold of what, guys? What are you talking about? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be like uh pulling on it, like each of us, like, you're gonna break it. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, uh, so I assume, yeah, we all, we went to bed as well, and uh, I don't know what to do about this smell situation, though. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah, car maybe, air fresheners. Oh, no, I got it. Okay. Uh, I would say that uh, you guys have taken turns, and um, you uh, would have gotten some sleep, so I'm going to give you all an extended rest. Everyone's going to get your dailies back. Oh, that's great. It's so good. What would you guys like to do in the morning here? Um, not tell the group anything. (laughs) Obviously, hey, you guys want to take a walk to the cave? (laughs) (laughs) It's nothing. It's great. Um, I heard it's a really great tourist destination. Is is Dagon having like breakfast or something? We're meditating. Like after you, you you woke up. Uh, well, I probably would have spent the whole night meditating. Yeah, um, in my trance-like state. Um. I suppose, yeah, going for the continental breakfast. All right, nice. <laughs> Braylon's right behind you. All right, I'm, I'm gonna go over to Dagon and uh, discreetly say, like, because I'm still like in my full armor. I don't know if there's other patrons in the place, mm-hmm. but uh, just gonna go discreetly to Dagon and say, Mister Page, I urgently need your help. Meet me in my room as soon as possible, please. 
Wow. Your presence is I, He's, uh, <laughs> it sounds serious. <laughs> He's gonna look at you with like the come on, not this again. Not this and again. Then, oh then Mr. Pacing. Yeah. And look at Braylon and just kinda roll his eyes a little. And uh he'll put down his bread roll and get up and follow you. Braylon will quickly swipe the bread roll and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, Jason, the last time like another group came here, you like described the like the bath room or something. Is it the same end? Oh, it's the same end. Yeah, this is Silver Flagon. Um, this is a <clears throat> this is a this is a really nice place. It's just it, you're in a really difficult situation because <laughs> it's not your armor that smells so much. It's you. Yeah. Yeah. And um. I mean, there's not an incredible amount you can do about that. I mean, there's perfumes and stuff you could buy. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Like, if there's like some some like bath essential oils or whatever, <laughs> or like <laughs> rose petals, uh, like a bath bomb that gets rid. Of yeah, just like stuff, tons of like things that smell good in my armor. Cracks, I don't know. That's why. I, that's why I need. Yeah, that's why I needed. Uh, my Mr. Page with me, because I can't do it myself. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, do I get to see Actronus without his armor on? No, that's the thing, though. He oh, okay. like if you if you come in or whatever, he's gonna say I, I I've been told that, um, and I apologize for this, but I've been told that um, I am not as fresh as I may have been in the past, and. Um, I need you to help me do something about the smell, apparently. And he's he he's kind of gonna talk to you in a different way than he you like normally does, like uh a little bit more familiar when he does that. Okay. Um Dagon will kinda of choke on the last bit of bread roll he's eating and she's like um <clears throat> um okay, uh what did you have in mind? I don't know. Um You've probably done this before. I mean, your your clothes are always nice, and you you probably smell good too. Um, my 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 sense of smell is not as sharp as it used to be, but I don't know. Do just uh, work your magic. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I I don't know what you want me to do. I mean, you are you going to take off your armor? No, I. Of course, I could. I couldn't do that. Um, we don't know what's inside. Like, uh, just okay. can you can you just give a quick wash of my armor? Um, maybe quick polish if you have time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm gonna help you out because I I know you got my back. Okay, but don't tell anybody about this. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Of course not. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Describe what, what you do. Is this... <laughs> <laughs> this is not management's job. I'm just gonna... <laughs> what, what, what's around us? Where are, like... This would pretty much be the same, uh, the same room that Yenward got a bath in, so there's a large basin and uh, scrub brushes, things like that. Um... 
I suppose water's out of the question. Oh, no, water's... No, there's water in the basin and stuff. But for him. Oh, I don't know. That's up to you. I don't know. Like, does armor rust? Like, is it... No, 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 no. I mean, like, it's meant to be out in the rain and stuff like that. I wouldn't submerge it in water and keep it there. But I mean, like, no, there's a finish on it. It could use some water. Is, Is... Okay, so is there a bath full, drawn? Yes. Okay, is the water transparent right now? Oh, yeah. Like, okay. it's clean. I just want to know what it looks like after. Is there perfumes, like, on the shelves or something like that? Um, there is There is an assortment of, um, like, potion bottle type things where there's there's men's and women's, like, fragrances, that, that type of thing. Um, that's compliments of the trusty blade. Like, Artemis kind of supplies it to the bed and breakfast. And, yeah. Okay, uh, Dagon will go over to these items and sort of, you know, sort of poke through them and grab a couple, uh, you know, the ones he thinks are more pleasant fragrances, uh, maybe some floral type smelling ones and just Mm -hmm. dump them right into the water. (laughs) (laughs) And then shove me in. And he's going to point at them and then point to the water. Get in. (laughs) <laughs> all right um without missing a beat he's just gonna take one slow step in second step in and just like slowly lower himself as he can if he can't fit the whole like his whole body with armor inside the bath and really be extra careful not to like break the bath <laughs> Right, yes. Oh, it no, helps the is, if it's large enough to hold a minotaur, it's yeah, going to okay, be large okay, enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Actoronis isn't crazy big. Mm. <clears throat> In the court... Okay, it, is, is, like, is, is, is Dagon getting some scrub brush action involved? Like, well, is I he figure... Okay, so I'll grab like a... elbow grease into it? Uh, like a, a towel. I'm sure there's a mm-hmm. towel lying around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to dunk, dunk that right in the water, and then I'm going to just put it around his shoulders. Okay. And then is there like a? It's got to be like a one of those giant ladles or something for like dumping water on the <laughs> back, sort of thing. And you I'll want just, to baste him? I'll just start basting him. Okay. Yes. So over the course of of this, because this is is it's not crazy hot water, obviously, but it's warm. They 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 try and heat it, uh, and they they draw a bath for people. Um, so uh, over the course of this, um, each time. Dagon sort of dumps water over uh, over Actoronis. The the water's going to get a little more cloudy. It got a little cloudy when when Dagon dumped this uh, the, the 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 cologne in the, the perfume, and that's that's a good thing because there's going to be bits bits little chunks falling into the water. Little bits, um, uh, like like bits and pieces of skin. <laughs> uh, so these brown, dried up pieces, uh, flecks of skin, are going to start to cloud up the water and, and fall out. Like each time he ladles a bit in there um, through the through the slits of uh, of Actaronis's armor. Every once in a while, something will just sort of like like just kind of like filter out. I mean, that's the sound Dagon's probably making. Showing <laughs> <laughs> up. Picture it like a really bad colander, and and spaghetti's kind of leaking out of it, uh, out of the bottom. Like the holes oh. are a little too big. Um, so like little bits and pieces of it are going to be floating atop the water 
as that's and there's a really it's a really good thing there's a fragrant uh, mixture in here otherwise the smell might not be so pleasant um just a just a thought like this um you thought we were joking earlier when we made the bit about DNR at night but uh, <laughs> it's happening right now Hey, you're, we both it, have it, our clothes on. <laughs> There's going to be smooth jazz playing during this scene, right? <laughs> Is the door locked? <laughs> sure, I would have made sure it was. You guys have been in there a long time. <laughs> Well, you, you know what, Mr. Page? Uh, you can take solace in the fact that uh, this is not the worst thing that's going to happen to you today. <laughs> um, you sound like you know something. Um, Aaron Love and I would like to uh, speak with the group, with Alexandra and the, um, I guess, the high cleric of this of the town. A Are you later. this in the tub? Hey, oh, I mean, we're making conversation. conversation. Right, no, okay, I'm just trying to paint a picture. So, like, while... Okay, so while Actoros <laughs> is stooped down in the tub and Dagon is bathing him, this discussion is taking place. Okay, I just need to know. Uh, otherwise, it would be door. awkward. Yeah. This isn't happening. <laughs> Did... Okay, first of all, does this hurt? No, actually, it feels very pleasant. There's pieces of you floating in the water. Oh. Well, yeah. I guess they were already gone. Um, let's not mourn them. Um, <laughs> they were. I guess they were extra baggage. Okay. Is I also appreciate uh, you and the whole group uh, keeping this a secret for now. Um, considering what this town is, the problem this town is having, um, I really appreciate that this is our little <laughs> that this is our little secret <laughs> clearly I would do anything for you. um have you are you really that attached to the, <laughs> are you attached to this armor you know we could get you something something better and maybe wrap you up under there he's gonna um like get one of his arms out of the water and sort of like try to show you one of the Linings, but like since it's all crushed, like the lining's not like straight anymore or anything. It's just like hard to read, but you can see like tiny, uh, like carved elven uh, scriptures in it. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna point at it, and you can actually like now that you have your face in it, you can see that pretty much the whole armor has those like on like all the the edges of all the pieces. Let's see, uh, these are all the names of the. Um, the Athanasiuses that were part of the Rashabar order before me. Uh, all of our armors have all of these written on them. Um, it's, it is a matter of great pride for us to wear it. Um, it's tradition, of course, but um, it's also, for me right now, the only thing that um, helps me remember their names. I don't know if I would be able to remember their names, Um Ever since I got out of Onakal, as you may know, my memory hasn't been as good as it was before. And so I, it is very uh, comforting to have these names with me all the time. Would it be apparent why it's written in Elven? I don't know. Okay, I guess I'll... I don't know yet. Um. It's fancy. <laughs> <laughs> um... These writings are Elven. Um, 
Um, you aren't yourself, Elvin, are you? No, no. Um, there is a um, fair amount of drow population in Onacal, and um, go cringe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, some of the Rashawar, uh, the the uh, founders of the Rashawar, are there traveled far, and some of them were also of elven descent. And um, we also think it's a very... It's an older language, and uh, we, f- we think it looks better uh, as well. You were close with some drow? Mm, not personally, but um, I've worked close enough with them on the battlefield and outside of the battlefield and the arena, and... Um, They've proven their worth in combat, and they yeah they they are very strong people. And I have I have a I have a f- fondness for every citizen of Onikal, uh, regardless of their race, regardless of their status, uh, be they uh, slaves, uh, gladiators, scholars, merchants. So yes, I would say I grew close to some of them. That's very noble, but if you know a lot of history, you would know that historically we don't get along with the drow. Hmm. Um. <laughs> there is someone you should meet later. Well, it's all part of the this meeting we're going to have with our love and the clergy. I assume something happened during your watch last night. Yes. Um, and it will be up to you to decide if you are in or not on this. And you can, you can pitch in if you have any good ideas as well. But uh, while our armors are being fashioned, we uh, may have a task on our hands. All right. I, well. just, I just won't tell you now because I don't want to break your focus. Uh, you're doing a great job. <laughs> I guess the whole time you'd probably have like a little cloth and sort of be like rubbing smudges off your armor. <laughs> I'm going to have so much fun with the Foley work. <laughs> <laughs> like I want this serious conversation and in the background, just like water just, noises. Just, yeah. Just, uh, just, oh. just like wringing <laughs> out the cloth. Yeah. Water dripping. <laughs> just taking care of business. Yeah, so would you guys like to meet up with the rest of the party? Yes. I'm all dry. So, everyone else, uh, I would imagine you've had some sort of breakfast. You you kind of collected yourselves? Definitely. Can I, mm-hmm. can I make a perception check to see if you I notice that he's, like, can. cleaner? You sure can. As a matter of fact... He must smell like a newborn baby. Oh, yeah, dude. As a matter of fact, everyone do me a favor, roll a perception check as Actaronis and Dagon rejoin the party. Yes! <laughs> well, first of all, Erelov and Braylon are going to notice that uh, Dagon and Actaronis went away for a while. Like, that, they, they just sort of disappeared for a bit. Um, and when they rejoin the party, uh, Erelov and Braylon are going to notice that Actaronis looks, looks... I mean, besides still being crushed, um, his armor is almost gleaming. There was a lot of gunk and grime and wear and tear and just dirt and, and, and mud sort of caked up on it. 
And not only does he he look like his armor's been polished and cleaned, he is going to smell much better. Um, maybe a little strong with the with the with the perfume, but it'll, it'll, I mean, it'll last longer. Yeah, I mean, like the alternative is corpse stink. So I mean, perfume isn't that bad. Erlen's gonna look at him, like take it all in, like squint her eyes, like, huh, something's different. Wait, he looks cleaner, huh? That's awesome. Wait a second. He was gone. <laughs> then she's going to look back and forth between Dagon and him, and then her eyes will get big, and then she'll look down at the table. There, I got it. I got it. That's the scene where like, I slowly like walk down the stairs, the camera's just filming my feet, and like you as you slowly <laughs> turn and watch like my <laughs> slow reveal. <laughs> oh, it's a she's all that moment. Yeah, exactly. yeah I was just gonna That's say okay. that. I didn't want to admit that I'd seen that movie more than once, <laughs> but I just did. <laughs> just be like, what? What? Nothing happened. How was breakfast? Dagon's hands are like black and red. <laughs> what is that beautiful smell? <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> we were both clothed. I swear to God. <laughs> Nothing above oh. the waist. Get well, used wanna... to that to that wonderful smell because it's not going away. Would we want to discuss this with Alexandra and the head cleric? We might want to inform the rest of the group beforehand, just so that they don't Get learn everything as a surprise. Yeah. So, sit down, please, all of you. Um, Ira Love, do you want to take this? <laughs> She's still looking at the table. <laughs> uh, last night. And her face is a little redder than usual as well. <laughs> uh, uh, you, last... No, act your own so you should explain it. <laughs> she's still a little... She's still processing. Alright. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, he Acturonis seems like he's standing a little more straight and he's like in a... Like, Hands on his hips, power pose. <laughs> Get some confidence back. Um, obviously, you all know that this town has vampire problems. Um, we encountered uh, the proof firsthand yesterday night after an hour of uh, 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 of patrol, of uh, keeping watch. A vampire a, of drow origins. And he's going to like look at Dagon. Um, came to us. Uh, Spit on the floor? I don't, I don't <laughs> no, I don't know. Just because uh, I, I mentioned something earlier, just making like that's a callback. Yeah. Like that's he what I was knew, referring to. Yeah, he's expecting something obviously to do with the drow, so mm. he's just sort of going to take it like, okay, yeah. Um, he, in in my opinion, he's probably part of the leaders. Or former leaders of the vampires of the region. Maybe not the leader, but he seems to have some grasp on what's going on. Um, He and his people uh, have also suffered great loss against that uh, new monstrous vampire that's been uh, rampaging uh, in the area. And he came to town to strike a deal with Alexandra and the town to put an end to this new 
extremely dangerous vampire. In exchange, he promised, that is still to be verified, but he promised that he would leave the town alone. In exchange for um, blood, uh, that would not require uh, them to kidnap people anymore. (sighs) Neither of us trust him, but this other vampire is a very large threat to this town. And Acteronis and I would like to help the town. We will be here for a few days because of the armor. We just wanted to let you know that this is what we were going to do. Is this important to you? It is to me. I find it extremely difficult to let the first vampire live, but I find it even more important to uh, slay the second one. As well as I think this town has a strong potential to help whatever is to come in three months. Uh, if there's going to be a war, then the people of Theria need prepared healers. And what is to come in three months? Oh, oh we didn't tell him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, he's literally going to look at Calden and back at the group and go, whoops. <laughs> Are you serious? We never told you? We never told Calden. <laughs> And Colin's going to be looking back and forth just between all of you for own brow. Um, oh, um, there is a reason we are in a hurry to get to Talor. Uh, we need information and answers uh, to be able to respond to... I'm just going to look around, see if there's not, like, townsfolk in the room, like, in ear... No. Uh, in ear distance. Um, a large army is coming to Theria in three months time if we don't do anything to stop it just want to make sure that if we can't stop it or if some other people let it happen um, I want to make sure that we are prepared for what's to come Freyla's going to interrupt it's army of demons welcome aboard I see and will this be the first battleground ah the whole world, I think, is going to be the first battleground here, champ. Yeah, we. I don't think we know where, like, the the tear in the fabric of space and time will be, but uh, we need to find it. There is a seal somewhere in the world, apparently. It's all timey-wimey, wimbly-wombly type stuff. <laughs> you are a unique crew, indeed. Um, and Calden is going to look at... Acteronis um, and see his reflection in your shiny armor. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and fall in love. For real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have it queued up anymore. I closed it. Sorry. Um, and he's going to say, but you all trusted me without ever knowing anything about me. If this is important to you, then it's my turn to trust you. And I will help you in any way I can. My priority would be to keep you all safe. Um, If I can't slay the beast, then I must keep you all alive. And that is my main focus. Braylon's going to raise his hand and then speak up. So what's the problem that the vampires, the good vampires, he's going to have quotes, good vampires, what's the problem they have with this orc vampire? What's their beef? 
remember. According, according to that vampire, the orc vampire kills humans and vampires. He hmm. just kills indiscriminately. And he's in the caves with them, right? I don't think or, that. I don't think they live together. Yeah, he's. He, I don't know. But he's in their area, is what I yeah. think I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Huh. Is there maybe a way we can contain him to stay where they are, and then he finishes them all off for the town and us, and we only deal with one vampire overall? Well, if we have an extensive knowledge of the caverns, maybe there's a way to trap them in. Um, but well, I doubt they only have one entrance. And they're weak during the daylight, correct? Yes. <laughs> just everybody looks at Aralove. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. she knows. Then I think it's most advantageous if we attack during that time. Hold on. Let's suppose this team-up goes well and this orc vampire is slain. Do you not expect this drow vampire to then turn on you? I do. This is why we're... We asked for him to give us a day to uh, take a decision. I want us to come with a plan to either strike first or at least catch them off guard because they cannot be trusted. I'm not fooling myself. Good. Yeah, I voiced my opinion to Acteronis last night. I believe that probably as soon as we kill this orc vampire, the other vampires will turn on us in our weakened state, so... I... We don't trust him. Have we discussed talking? To, have we talked about discussing this with whoever's in charge of Aubrey? I mean, they're all healers, right? Yes, uh, Alexandra will uh, uh, appoint meeting uh, in the afternoon. I think that's what she said. Okay. We just wanted to discuss this with you before we went. Do we have any idea of how many vampires are out there? Uh, did he say a number? Nope. Okay. He did mention that their numbers were considerably uh, reduced recently, but maybe the town, maybe the uh, Alexandra knows more about this. She definitely, she, yeah. she definitely would. Yeah. Well, are you ready to take on all the vampires? <laughs> <laughs> I was born ready, <laughs> because that's potentially what we're walking into here. Alexandra did mention that they might have a weapon. And sh- oh, yeah. So we were going to meet up with her and see what they can bring and then formulate a plan. Yes. And well, you, oh, sorry, go ahead, take on. My apologies. He'll, he'll, it's okay. He'll just look at uh, Actronis and Aerolop. Um You two are, are set on this. I'm afraid so, yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I've got your back. So let's go find out what this weapon is. Well, I think we still have a few hours before meeting them. So in the meantime, why don't we go pay a visit uh, to this extraordinary craftsman? No, that's right. Yeah, let's find this badass badass blacksmith, is what Braylon will say. And then he'll get his little bag of, his own bag of scales, not Acteronis's, because that hurt his shoulder last time. (laughs) Aww. (laughs) But you won't tell me. No, I'll um, not tell you. Yeah, it's I know. Tough. I know. Keep it all in. Uh, okay, I'll pick up my bag and yeah, I guess. 
ready to go. You guys suddenly had a lot to do in Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to the trusty blade, I take it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Making your way over to the trusty blade. Uh, you are going to see uh, the, the sign of what would appear to be the, the big general goods type store in town. As you cross the threshold of this building, I would like everyone to do me a favor and roll a perception check. It was almost a 20, and then it turned to an 8. <laughs> Nothing. Yes. I walk into a door. <laughs> <laughs> Braylon looks at Kelvin. Did we not tell you about doors? Sorry, you gotta turn the knob. <laughs> How I did we forget right into We have no doors. doors in the mountains. <laughs> it's cool, man. It's cool. Well, crossing... Uh, okay. Nobody sees anything, really. No, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get. Aaron Love, I guess, is going to be doing the scene for the group. Um, Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, looking around, I would say most of you, except for maybe Calden. Calden wouldn't even pick most of this up, but everyone else would uh, sort of look around and see that there, there are general weapons on the walls and, and stuff like that. And um, behind the counter, there are actually really nice uh, sets of armor and, and things like that. Some of them are, are spread out or. Uh, hanging from the walls. Some of them are bits and pieces that it looks like are being assembled currently. Uh, behind the counter, you are going to <laughs> you are going to see a gnome uh, with kind of long, scraggly hair and uh, this beard that's that's very neatly trimmed, almost almost sharply. And the second Arilov comes into view. <laughs> He is going to lean over the counter. Well, hey. And he is very clearly talking to Arilov. Like, the rest of the group, it's like, yeah, that's whatever. But he is very clearly talking to Arilov. She's going to look confused and look behind her. And then look back at him and say, I was told there's a great armor smith here. He is going to hop down from the little stool behind the counter, and you're going to hear his uh, his little feet kind of hit the ground. And he is going to walk around. There is a, well, there is a uh, kind of a, a hatch that's the, the, like a bar, where you can raise it uh, so that the counter is, you know, you can walk behind it. He doesn't need to raise it. He can just kind of walk under it. Uh, so he is going to walk around the counter and approach Airlove. Well, you heard correct, darling. And he is going to reach out and try to uh, kind of paw at Airlove's hand. Braylon will step forward, grab his hand. Ah, 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 ah. Easy there, Tiger. Uh, he is—he's going to look <laughs> a little, a little annoyed. I didn't mean any offense. There's no need to get all in an uproar, but. Hey, it's nice to see a fellow gnome. And he's gonna, Brennan's gonna look back at him and like, kind of close his eyes a little bit. I'm not a gnome. What? And he's gonna look at his, at his down at his own body. What? What? I mean, you're a little short for a halfling, ain't you? I mean, uh, he will growl audibly, very loudly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's gonna take a step back, and then let Aralov continue talking. She's gonna look very confused. <laughs> I am I am real sorry for that interruption, darling. What, what what's your name? 
I'm debating if she would say her full name. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Aerolove, and we came to have armor and weapons smithed? He is going to reach out and take Aerolove's hand in his, unless she were to pull away. She's confused, so she has no idea what's happening. <laughs> okay, he is going to lean forward and gently kiss Aerolove's hand. She's going to pull it away quickly. Like, okay. she's not expecting that. <laughs> not, like, she's not angry. She's just like, what is happening? <laughs> would, uh, would Dagon be, like, in her view right now? Oh, yeah, all of you. All of you would be able to to see what's going on. This da- is not that large a shot. Dagon's going to look at Aerolove, and if she's looking, he's going to sort of, like, yeah. raise his eyebrows and just mouth, it's your <laughs> she, she has wide eyes, a look of fear in her face. <laughs> She's looking at all of you like, oh my god, someone. <laughs> Dagon is smiling, the biggest smile. He possibly could muster. He's going to enjoy this. Braylon still looks confused and insulted. He got called a gnome. He's going to keep looking at his hands. Oh, why would he think I'm a gnome? <laughs> Um, he's going to, after you pull away, he's just going to kind of give a little bow. My name's Artemis Peck, darling, and I am the greatest armorsmith that you will ever meet. Like, he is laying it on thick. Like, this is, like, thick. She's, okay, so Erlov's not used to any attention. So she's going to take her pack off her back and, like, shove it into his arms. We need armor out of this. She's just trying to get out of the situation as quickly as possible. Okay, darling, I can take a look at what you got. And he is going to undo the flap uh, on your pack and then take his... uh, He's got these little uh, reading glasses in his pocket and he's going to... uh, He's going to put them on. And then he's going to go silent. Where'd you get these? We came across them. Where? South. Listen... Darling, you, you, you look real smart. So, I think you know what I'm trying to ask you. I mean, where did you get them? She would look to the party and then say, We did not kill the beast that these were once part of, if that's what you're looking for. Have you heard the name Strahd before? <laughs> let's just come out and see it these these are from Strahd now see normally if someone came into my shop and said that I'd call him a damn liar but these look awfully old so I really don't think you lie to me precious so I believe you now I'm not going to ask how you got them my question is, what do you want done with them? Uh, I know I want armor. I, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think I've thought this through yet. We've only had like six months. <laughs> we're like at, at the front of the line in Costco like, oh shit, I forgot everything. <laughs> <laughs> I will have one of your... <laughs> oh, no, I only got orange juice. We need armor to fit our individual needs and fighting styles. Well, I'm going to need a bit more of a specific order than that, but let me just say that... And he's going to turn back to Aerolove. 
It would be my absolute pleasure to craft anything you might desire, darling. And on top of that, this would be the most exotic material I've ever been able to work with. So you're actually doing me two favors. One, giving me these dragon scales. And two, gracing me with your presence. So Erlo's actually starting to like get herself together and she's starting to realize that, hmm, this might cost a lot. So she's going to say, any smith would be honored to work on Strahd's scales. I'm sure that alone will rake in business to be able to say that you crafted armor out of the oldest dragon in the land. He's, he's going to give this, he's going to actually think about that. Well, I don't think you're lying about that. I could actually bring in some business. We can get these damn vampires to stop attacking. I might even get some new customers. We might also take care of that problem as well. Do tell. We might this evening be taking care of the vampire problem with your local cleric. So not only will you rake in the business, we will take care of that problem. So maybe we could work out a very good deal with these scales, with this armor and weapon requisition. Here's the thing, darling. I've kind of heard this pitch before, and it didn't exactly go as well as that group told me, so... Well, maybe we'll take these scales somewhere else. Well, now, come on. There's no need to be like that. I'm sure we can work out something. And at at that last line, he's going to kind of sidle up just a little bit close to Airlove. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to look panicky again. <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> I'll tell you what. This is going to take a while. I'm not going to lie. If I'm going to make armor for all five of you out of these scales, I'm not going to want to rush it. So... I'd say three weeks or so, and I'd have you all exactly what you're looking for. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that makes sense. Holy crap, One three weeks. Sorry. Uh, uh, Xavier, are you getting armor made? No, I think I'm just going to get something smaller, something I can put over it. Something okay. complimenting. Yeah, and I can only wear, like, well, I'm supposed to only wear lighter stuff. Because what I'm wearing right now is giving me disadvantage on a lot of things. Actually, the thing is, the lighter stuff is going to cause more of a trouble. Yeah, because if he's making, like, plate armor out of the dragon scales, it's a lot easier. What he's got to do with the smaller stuff is kind of, like, cut it into much smaller pieces and kind of make, a, like, a, like an almost, like, chain mail type yeah, of thing. Yeah, I, I figured. Guess. It's, like, it's a little more intricate. Much more intricate. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, more problems. I'm sorry I'm causing them. Could he ship it to us if we sent like FedEx. like a raven to tell them where we are? Well, the town doesn't use ravens, but they do have a mail system. Yeah, just so we don't have to wait here for it. Sure, but then it'd be in good faith, obviously. Well, he is a reputable business now. Of course he is. <laughs> and if we end up in Tulur in three weeks, which I hope we do, <laughs> I don't think does the, does the mail reach Tulur? Yeah. There are ships that go out to Talor. It gets exponentially harder. Yeah, as if it yeah. wouldn't get stolen in the... Or destroyed. I mean, there's fucking hydras. There's uh, ice yeah. storms. 
See, the thing is, I mean, you can find a good deal, but it's going to kill you with the shipping. <laughs> <laughs> this is like real life. We're playing, we're playing real life right now. <laughs> Where's our Prime account? <laughs> what, okay, what, what's it going to take to expedite this process? Hmm. Well, I do suppose that if I had something to look forward to. And he's going to reach over and begin stroking Erlov's leg. Okay, Dagon's going to reach out and put his hand on his chest and just say, Stop. That's not happening. Aw, I have big brothers in my group. <laughs> I tried. He confused the shit out of me. He made me think, <laughs> he made me think about my own existence. I actually think he's, he talks pretty smooth. I'm taking notes. <laughs> Ooh, it is DNR after the. Okay. <laughs> mm. What? What? What if? What if there was a tiny amount of extra scales that you could use for your own and sell at the price you want? Of these scales, the very same. <laughs> Alright, I'm listening. Um, when we go back to... Uh, oh no, the ship. <laughs> <laughs> do you... Do you also dabble in both repairs? Do you know boat repairsmen? <laughs> Just a side question. Okay, let me, let me see if I understand what you're asking. You have a boat? Docked. We, we came by boat from the frost frost bas- basin. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you it walked is... here. Yes, sir. You know, there's a road, right? You could have just could have just took the road. What? Is there a road that leads through the frost basin? No, but okay. Oh yeah. Uh, well, we couldn't bring our ship on land, so um, we had to uh, make a detour. The point is, we have a little amount of extra scales. If you came with us when we go back with I don't know, some some squire of yours, uh, you could you could bring those back with you. Okay, how extensive are the repairs we talking? Mm, more than three weeks. <laughs> Patchwork. No. Should we all should we all bluff check them? Like, Not that bad at all. <laughs> uh, it's severe. Huh. Alright, I'll tell you what. I want to work on these scales, and you got extra. And I want them too. So, I might have some people who can work on your boat. It's going to take me a while to get this done anyway. So I have my boy Rusty take him up. Work on the boat, bring back the scales, and we can work on some kind of discount for this armor. Hmm. So the I just don't want to say that <clears throat> there's more scales than I let on. Yeah. I give you my personal guarantee, and he's gonna he's gonna pan back there a level one more time. You will never, ever find someone who can work on this armor better than me. You will not live to regret it. 
And he's staring very intently at her, just kind of like smoldering eyes. Okay, so, uh, uh, huddle up. Um, give up all our scales, or do we try to lie, or split, okay, or on. say. I don't mind. I don't mind giving up some of mine, obviously, because <clears throat> the armor, my armor's gonna take longer, and I don't really feel that I would require too much armor. Like, maybe I need, like. No, we didn't bring them all with us, right? Yeah, there's no. a. No, there's some so... extra on the boat. Yeah, we only I brought mean... what we could make like one yeah. armor each. He Not could. to mention all the shit that's frozen to the side of the wall of the boat. Oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, if we said he could take as much as he could carry, that's not very many. Him personally, not, not his group, because if he brings Rusty and Rusty turns out to be a fucking elephant, I don't want yeah, him yeah. to be able to carry a lot. Rusty's been on the show before. Yeah. I don't remember Rusty. I'm drawing a blank. Good three. Is he a gnome too? Uh, no, he's the wagon driver with diabetes. Oh, that's right. The cart <laughs> took my foot. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how could I forget? Oh man. Um, All right, I, my vote is to give him. My vote is. What do we? What do we? I can, we do can we lie need? to him. We can lie and what tell him we don't have a whole lot, and then that's the extra we give him is maybe like a small percentage. I have a really good bluff. I could lie to him. Oh, we could tell. We could offer that he, in exchange for repairs, he can take the ones that are being used to repair the ship at the moment. Yes, I like that. Okay. What do what do we really need the other scales for though? Just just one nothing, bartering. Nothing chips, really, yeah. It's yeah, just like it's worth something. If one of us dies <laughs> and the next cast member comes on and wants to get armor. <laughs> okay. We have a Fair surplus. Enough. Fair enough. So what's the plan here, guys? Side of the boat. No idea. Is that, I mean I, I, my vote is give him the ones he replaces our boat with. Like when he replaces the pieces on the boat. Okay. It should be a lot, right? Like it, it was a gash. It was a pretty a good amount. Gash. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like those scales are paying for the repair on the ship, but we actually still have to pay for the armor with maybe a discount. Is that but what it is? These scales are worth so much that that big slab would probably pay for like his rent for next billion years. <laughs> I like how your thought is on rent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're thinking about I don't know. Problems. I like that. Oh, that's good. That's good. We're we're we gotta we have an anchor in reality. That's good. <laughs> and okay. it'll pay for his hookers too. Yes. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I don't know why you think like he does. needs to pay Come for on. it. Allegedly, oh, he's charming as shit. If, really? If, if, <laughs> he really charms those hookers. If Erlos, <laughs> the amount of. Like with the amount that the scales cost, if she's right, then I think that could, we could finagle it to say like, yeah, the scales on the side of the boat are yours if you repair them, and we can get a discount on the armor. Well, who's gonna pitch it? I don't. Yeah, because uh, well, he seems to be to only it. dealing with one person here. <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait. I have are idea. we saying all the scales or not? Just the no. frost, frozen ones. Just the just the ones frozen on we the just, ship. As well. We also need to trust them, like. I love, I'm going to sing you a song. I'm going to inspire competence in you. <laughs> you're going to get plus two to your next check using the skill, and I'm going to assume you're going to use diplomacy next to talk to this little asshole. I'm I'm humming <laughs> Careless Whisper under my breath. Yes! I'm never going to dance again. And then I'll put my hand on, on your shoulder. Or if you don't think that song's going to play underneath this entire thing. <laughs> yeah. It starts off when the episode starts. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to be like, Before why are they playing I that song? 
Before I say this to him, I just want to make sure I have it right. So I'm going to say we have a large swath of scales on that have that are currently repairing our boat that are on the side of our boat that you are free to take for the repairs. Yes, and to give us a discount on the armors. Okay. Because you should convince him that they that amount that he's getting is worth way more than what we're getting. Because it probably is, like you said. One yeah. skip pays his rent he- for a billion years. For <laughs> <laughs> a billion years. That is so precise. And you have plus two to diplomacy. <laughs> I'm sure we won't regret this. If you repair our boat, we currently have a large swath of scales filling a hole on the side of our boat that you are more than welcome to take in as payment for the repairs and maybe as a discount for our armor. Should I roll something? One second. <laughs> or is he so <clears throat> taken with me? <laughs> <laughs> so, just so I understand, you want to pay me in those scales. These priceless scales, yes. How many are we talking here? About the size of a side of a boat. We, we also have money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hector. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do me a favor, roll a diplomacy check. Yes. yes. And you're getting a plus two. Okay, I have that modifier. Oh, god damn it, mother... And show him your ankle. <laughs> I have to untuck my pants from my boots. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> One second, let me unlace One my second. boot. <laughs> well, I tried. Why am I doing this? <laughs> oh, it's just one date. <laughs> Hey, Izzy already owes him a date. Okay. That's true. This poor guy keeps getting stood up. It's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> well, as much as I would love to just flat out barter with you, I do believe I'm going to have to take some sort of cash deposit as well. And it's it's nothing personal, darling, I, I assure you, because, my God, you have smoldering eyes. But I do have to pay rent, and tourism's been on the light side, so just in case you don't take care of the vampires, some gold would be nice. I'll tell you what, though. Because you are so pretty. How about you pay half what I would normally charge? So, in the area of... And he's going he's gonna to look... He's going to sort of pan back... That one's pretty small. And he's going to point at Braylon. God damn it. Stop pointing at me. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 15,000. Plus the scales. And we'll call it even. Can Braylon roll insight check to see if this price is accurate? Sure. Okay. I've never done this one before. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why. Not Sounds accurate to Braylon. Of course, I'm more concerned with my own existence. Is it, <laughs> am I a halfling? Is this real? <laughs> Do we even have that amount? 
look, I, we all look at Actor or uh, uh, Dagon. I gave most of my money to Yulin. Collectively, yeah, you guys would you guys would be able to cover that. Can, Can I, I uh... roll an insight? <laughs> Since I'm just rolling them all night tonight. <laughs> um, go right ahead. A little better. Can we barter another twenty percent off if we kill the vampires? I completely forgot about that part of our deal. <clears throat> or more. Um, that's going to sound like it, it's really tough to put a, it's really tough to put a stamp on this because of the material you're handing him. It's not like that there's anybody else who's going to be able to like, like say, oh, I made something with Strahd's armor and I only charged 8,000. Like, it's not like you can find someone else, but it does seem a tiny bit high, Terra Love, considering you're handing him that many dragon scales too. And they're worth their weight in gold. <laughs> what about if we ask him to outfit us with some weapons for killing the vampires. Free hey, my diplomacy sucks, so go ahead. He can, he can, come, <laughs> he can come back and get them if we die. <laughs> oh, hey, my diplomacy is not too bad. Okay. Look at that. <laughs> I would mention it. the vampires, maybe. My diplomacy is very bad, so you can... I mean, it's just, it's just the fact that he's not responsive to the, the, the male gender. I've got he some pretty good diplomacy. Talk. He's not going to want to talk to us, man. He's already made that abundantly clear. I could give it a try. Yeah, but my feminine wiles have done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just kind of threatened him so far, so... There are things you can do to get pluses. That's all I'm going to say. Nope. Oh, <laughs> all right. Does anyone have a sister? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I, I, I was waiting for a good reason to remove my armor, but I take it all <laughs> off. Oh, no. Um, I think Aerolove's attempt at seduction would be, like, laughable, too. Like, I'm gonna roll up my sleeves. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe bring up the vampire thing and ask him if, if that can maybe help out a little bit, knock down that price. That's probably a good idea. Uh, who? Aerolove? Yeah, yeah, Errolo, because you're you're in, you're already in conversation with him, right? Or was it Dagon? Mm-hmm. One of you two was in conversation with him. Well, I was. Well, I wasn't. Errolo so far. He doesn't know Actoronis. He might be a woman under there. <laughs> he smells wonderful now, doesn't he? Yeah, well, he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Might be a lovely with scoliosis. Lavender. Potpourri, Jasmine. Jasmine, <laughs> definitely Jasmine. That's his name. So, so should I step up and try to diplomatize a deal? Anybody with better diplomacy, like it would still be better. <laughs> what, okay. what, what what appeals to this guy other than Cal- Calden is going to walk up, take a step up, and say, "These are legendary scales, and this would be a legendary task. You're not thinking in the long term. If you were to make this at the price that we have set out, this would set your reputation far beyond the walls of Aubrey." You would be set for life, vampires or no, which we will be taking care of. People will come flocking to you for your skills and for the things that can be done with any material. And can I roll diplomacy? You absolutely can. Go right ahead. I would okay. also like to add, Braylon jumps in and says, not just not just people from across the, the world, but women from across the world. And women, of course. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Do me a favor, Braylon, roll an assist. With diplomacy? Um, for <sighs> diplomacy. Okay. Oh, does, does oh, he wow. need it? Oh, your so diplomacy good. is much higher than mine. Yeah, okay, uh, wow. Okay, when you said my diplomacy isn't too bad, that's not what you meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got a 13, I'm great. Yeah. I mean, yeah <laughs> what you like, meant to say is everyone shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, why was I talking? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was, you were making great headway. <laughs> I feel like after Calvin says that, we all look at him and be like, oh my god, you talk for us forever. Yeah. <laughs> you talk yeah. good. Yeah. You speak the words very nice. Okay. So after after Calvin kind of lays this out. Alright. I'll shake my head at the woman part. You'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I'll do it for ten thousand and the dragon scales, but I can't go any lower than that. But if y'all survive the vampires, you gotta promise to tell everyone that comes across seeing you in that nice armor where you got it from. It will be done. We will make your name well known across these lands. That price He's gonna, oops, sorry guys. Oh, that price seems fair. If there's anything else you can put in to maybe help us assist with the vampires to secure your livelihood here and the lives of everyone in the town. Yeah, you're going to have to talk to the folks at the temple about that one. I used to have a stash of stuff, but uh, had to get rid of it. And he is going to hold his hand out to shake. Um, is he holding it out to Calden? Yes. Okay, and Calden will spit in his hand and shake it. Why? Careful, he might kiss it. <laughs> Why did you do that? Yeah. It seals our deal. Makes no, it, it real. gets my hand wet. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And he'll wipe it off on his clothes. And <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna wipe it like wipe it off with his pants. And why the hell are your hands so cold? We just came from the frost basin. And he's just gonna kind of stare at you like you're weird, and then just kind of like move <laughs> <laughs> on. All right, look. Leave the scales here. I'll get started. I might need to take some measurements at some point, but yeah. Give me a list of the stuff you want and I'll get it to you. We thank you for your time. It is good to do business with you. Hmm. I'll rally Rusty and the boys and send them up to the frost base, and you said, right? You got an exact location? <laughs> Where the river meets the frost base. Yeah. The yeah, only ship. Yeah, follow the river. <laughs> the, bro- <laughs> the broken ship out there. Follow the river. We, we did. Um, there's a hidden dinghy uh, somewhere <laughs> oh, yeah. in the snow. It's like ice and stuff. Just don't don't touch it. Well, they're going to need to get to the ship. You yeah, got bring, um, bring your own dinghy. No, I'm just kidding. Also, uh, tell them to be wary of giant worms, <laughs> avalanches. No, don't, don't, don't tell them about the worms. Let them find out. All right. I'll uh, I'll take care of it, and he's just gonna like nod at you guys. That'll yeah, he'll get it, he'll get started. Um, I will let you know the details of uh what I want when we come back from this whole um expedition. Uh, and you know what? If if I don't make it back, you can do what you please with my uh my bunch of the scales. All right. And as you guys are getting ready to leave, he's gonna look at her love. I'll see you later, darling. I'm sure. 
and she will hurriedly exit. Uh, let's pick things up a little bit later in the afternoon. Now, you guys were supposed to, uh, you're supposed to have a meeting at the uh, Temple of Amonitor in town here, which is the largest building in town and uh, wouldn't be hard for any of you to spot. So, are you just going to head over there? Yeah. Let's roll. <clears throat> um, do me a favor, everyone, and walking into this temple, I'd like you to roll a perception check. Those have gone great all night. Uh, picking my nose. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's not too bad. Uh, let's see. Aerolove, Dagon, and Calden are going to walk in here. And uh, this place is immaculate, firstly. It's it's clean, and uh, there are all kinds of uh, statues and uh, little, little knickknacks and such hanging about the place. And um, the place is relatively empty. Uh, this is normally a place where people might bring their injured or um, something like that. But uh, right now the place is relatively empty. There is a there's an older man standing in the place, and he is making his way toward toward the entrance where you guys are, uh, sort of dressed all in white. And right next to him would be uh, Alexandra. He would approach the party and sort of give this kind of half bow. And um, he would uh, kind of motion in with his hand. Please, everyone come in. Uh, yeah, Calden comes in. <laughs> we walk, yeah, we, we, we walk in. As, um, as, you're, as you're walking in, he's, he's sort of walking next to the party. Alex has told me a great deal about the vampire last night. Have you discussed it as a group? Yes, I think we've come to a consensus, and we will follow the same course of action that we've discussed with Alexandra last night. And do you trust this creature? We, we do not. So we intend to go there prepared, um, as well equipped as we can, with a contingency plan. Um, because we, I expect the worst as soon as we slay the beast. He is going to lean over and whisper something in Alex's ear. And she is going to uh, quickly walk to the back of the temple and, and disappear behind, uh, behind this door. You understand that you are doing us a great service by even attempting to take on this vicious killing machine. If, if I may, sir, um, some some of us are doing it also for personal reasons, but I do want to say that one of the motivations for me to want to help Aubrey is because you have so many healers, so many uh, people of faith, uh, and I know this is not the best time to hear more bad news, but you need to be prepared. You and your whole town and your whole clergy need to be prepared for something that's coming in three months. And I know I've said that a lot during this episode, so I don't know if I'm going to do the whole spiel again. <laughs> no, I think Braylon would try. No. Braylon would try to stop. Like Echoronis would be like, whoa, 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 and kind of sh- shake his head left to right. Like, no, don't, don't, don't do this right now. I will let you more uh, let you know more uh, if we return, but. Know that um, the 
Theria will need uh, healers in the future, so if you have young recruits, train them well with the time you have. Of course. I do believe that it is by a monitor's grace this town has not slipped completely into darkness over the years. And I once again want to thank each of you for risking your lives to fight a threat that even the vampires fear. You will not be going into this completely unarmed, though. And about this time, uh, Alex is going to be uh, walking back up the aisle holding um, one small uh, one small chest, and there would be uh, two more clerics walking behind her with a with a much longer chest. And they're going to place the objects uh, right next to Father White. We recently received two shipments. One from the city of Brightport. It is a long-lost artifact recovered from the city of Overwatch. And he is going to kind of motion for them to crack open this chest. Everyone do me a favor, roll a perception check. Yes. I'm so excited. 18 is good enough. <laughs> we finally get legendary stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait a minute. This is We, we don't have anything legendary. Gagon is our legendary item. Yeah. <laughs> and his ship. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about that right now. And the scales. Attitude. And the scales. Um, so, let's see here. Aerolove. Uh, Aerolove, Dagon, Braylon are, is going to see this gorgeous, polished white staff. Um, lying in in a chest that seems to be built for just this staff. Um, it seems to gather in all of the light that would be in this temple, and uh, there there's these gorgeous stained glass windows that that kind of capture the light outside. And this thing, this thing is is just brilliant. It's beautiful. I would like the, the party to do me a favor and roll a history check. Fuck yeah, this is gonna be good. God damn it. I know something. Oh, no. So 11 low. is good enough. <laughs> <laughs> if 11's good enough, 17's good enough. Dagon would actually recognize this item as the Staff of Unwavering Light. It is supposedly blessed by the gods, specifically a monitor, and um, what it does is take a pretty good healer and turn them into a fantastic healer. This staff is supposed to be granted with the power of the sun itself and is supposed to light the user's darkest hour, supposedly. That's all um, Does Dagon tell us that this Well, is- as soon as he, se- he sees it, he'd probably just be like, this staff. You just <laughs> see it's like low <laughs> under his breath, kind of like pretty impressed that he's seeing it. And then, well, who would who would I'm want? Trying, I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. Like Acteronis. I think Acteronis is yes. our healer, but yeah. you don't use staff. I, I don't think I can use staff as an implement. Maybe. I'll let me see. Does Aerolith? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> the other shipment from the city of the Overwatch itself returned to us after their new queen was appointed. And he's going to motion for them to open the smaller chest. <clears throat> Do me a favor, everyone. Roll perception. Uh, Acteronis, Aerolove, Dagon. The entire party really is going to take in um, this 
this seemingly is a slightly less impressive item. Uh, whereas that staff is obviously useful as a weapon, and and you know you may not get the full significance of it, but it's 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 obviously an implement. The second item appears to just be a polished silver ball. There it is in, in this small chest. History. Everyone, do me a favor. Roll a history. Come on, come on. Oops. <gasps> yes. <laughs> That's a crit. <laughs> Errol, tell them what they've won. <laughs> uh, it's, what is Orb of Light? The Orb of Light. Jesus. She will gasp. <laughs> like, loudly. I see you recognize the item. Is is that the Orb of Light? The very same. Is it a well-known fact that it drives people crazy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is. It, it, uh, I'd say with your history check, oh yeah, you know all about it. What you'd know is that it enhances the power of, of people who, um, healers and, and, and things like that, uh, to a pretty crazy degree. The, the the problem with the orb is that it sort of has a mind of its own, and it will seek out and destroy the undead. That's what it wants, anyway. And it takes some... It takes a pretty unique will to be able to deal with that. How does it feel? I, gonna, I really, 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 really want to know what it does to an undead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, either way is going to be fun to have it in the party, just because. Okay, for all of us dum-dums with yeah, no Corona perception, Calden's uh, going to ask, what power do these relics have? <laughs> Thanks, Calden. <laughs> <laughs> these might just give you the leg up that you need in fighting the vampires. Of course, we wouldn't send you in completely empty-handed, and these relics are more than priceless to the temple. We would, of course, allow you to use them indefinitely if you were to promise to do everything in your power to take care of the menace. Without a doubt. And if I can help it, no undead will... No undead, no undead shall stand after I'm done with them. With them. Sorry, Slate. Does the orb do anything but enhance healing powers? Does an enhance oh, attack? Oh, it comes with its own set of attacks. <laughs> I don't. I feel like uh, she'd be instantly worried for Acteronis. Like she'd know it enhances healing, but <laughs> well, but I mean, it doesn't. It, it doesn't necessarily make acts on its own. It just tries to influence the user. Acteronis, kill yourself. That's, that would be amazing. <laughs> I want Acteronis to just go pick it up out of like blind curiosity. Like, hmm, what is this? This all seems very dangerous. I'm not, I'm, Guys, I'm not a fan. Oh, I think snap. that's a good time for us to stop for the night. Yeah, we can yeah. think about it. We Slow we'll clap. have time. Yeah, it was great. You guys did oh. amazing. We have legendary and... items. Wait, I thought there were were there three chests or just two? Two. 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 Oh, man, I heard Sorry, Braylon. I'll find you a toy. 
to take the orb too. He has healing. Hell, stuff, I don't want to touch that thing. Crazy. I think it's divine. <laughs> it is. So is the orb uh, considered a holy symbol? It's considered a cursed item out here. Well, it depends on who you ask. Um, but I mean, like the people... a, in the like technicality of classes, like as an imp- like as an implement, is it? Does it affect a holy symbol? Oh, is it could it... be used as a holy symbol. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because yeah, staff. I don't think clerics can wield staffs. Mm-hmm. Any any character can use the orb of light technically, okay. and it's it's just considered. But it, it really it, it's like um. You remember when Kelsey snatched up that staff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any character can technically use it if they can use a staff, but it's not going to do much for it, it'll 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 give her like a, a slight bump to her offense and stuff like that. But it's uh, it, she's she wasn't a healer, so it wasn't mm-hmm. going to do right. the full. So do these affect divine powers or like? Any kind. Um, anything that would, uh, firstly, anything that would that would give healing. Um, if it's if it's tagged radiant or divine, you're you're gonna see some yeah. Oh, dude. Really, Actaronis oh, and I then. <laughs> I have proficiency with quarterstaff. <laughs> you could yeah you could hit people with it. And wrist razors? Or am I looking at this wrong? No no no. Wrist razors. Yeah me, <laughs> me, me too. I got wrist razors too. Chalk, Widow's knife. Chuck I mean, technically, Braylon has healing powers. But I don't want to yeah. touch anything. Are you kidding? All those, <laughs> all those fucking things. Like, I, I know the staff is like, oh, cool, it's the staff, takes in all the light, and blah, blah, and Carter had it, that's great. But the orb is like, I remember hearing about that as a listener and being like, oh my god, I never want to see that thing. Oh, and now I've, it's here, and like... I've always wanted to see it Actaronis and, and Erlov have a hard-on for this thing. It's like, oh my god, one of you is going to end up killing it. yourself. I always I wanted um, Dan to give in to that thing so bad. I <laughs> Yeah. Can I tell you guys a secret? Yeah. Yes, please. If, if you kind of let it do its thing and you sort of give into what it wants, oh my god. <laughs> There's some power output there. I don't like the way you said it. Oh, I like the way you said it. <laughs> I'm just worried about Actaronis. I feel like, like the second you touch Xavier, you're going to melt. Maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe. Right? Yeah. Susan's but... concerns are, in fact, valid. But I don't want it at the same time. Does it amplify? <laughs> does it amplify psionic power? <laughs> no. See, that would be something that would be largely untested, right? Because oh. true. Maybe I could uh, use it and open the gate. Oh, oh, shit. I remember. You remember how that went last time? What's everybody's will at? Practice makes perfect. Uh, I got twenty-seven. Yeah. What's the what? Your oh. will. Um, where's will? Someone else has to be the highest because there's no way I'm the highest will. It's tied between Actaronis and Aerolith. And you guys are gonna have. To. Won't you share? It? See what happens. Yeah. Is it, well, is it you're 27? You say? Yeah, I'm well 27. Oh, I'm 25. Yeah, I'm 25 too. Oh no. <laughs> oh, so we are tied. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's something you guys should discuss on the page. Yeah. And yeah. with that, we should probably wrap things up tonight. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm grinning so, so hard. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for kicking it a little later. Sorry no for... Oh, yeah. No problem. It's fine. Oh, I'm yeah. going to go play no some problem. Fallout New Vegas in preparation for Fallout 4. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jason. Well, that was a super yeah, Jason, fun that was incredible. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm really glad we got a chance to play a longer session. Yeah. I'm really glad that you all enjoyed it. Yeah. And I'm sure listeners will like it, too. Yeah, everybody did a great job tonight. Everybody kicked ass. It was awesome. Like, I'm okay to not play for a little while. Like, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> The itch has been scratched for a little yeah. bit. 
Yeah, I kind of felt like <laughs> we're not going to be able to get to sit down for a little bit, so like I wanted to make it worthwhile. So right. we're going to do this next week, right? <laughs> God, yeah, we have to see what those things do. We have to see what yeah. they do. Yeah, we got to see who takes Dude, them. in one episode, you guys went from like wilderness, 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 so it's like you have a wealth of things to do in Aubrey. You actually have ties to this town now. There's lots of stuff going on. Our, and we've got to on the way. Our quest log is so full. Oh yeah, we need to ask about the whirlpool next yeah, time. Yeah, but we didn't. We missed check mark, side quest check mark, not check the. <laughs> and the rats stuff. Rats. Yeah, if we survive, we'll ask about the rats. Oh yeah, they're running away, right? The thing that you suggested. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we have to make sure we don't have STDs, right? Yeah. Oh shit, that's right. Oh, and oh, the man. river. And okay. I am clean as the new fallen snow. No yes. STDs. <laughs> oh, by the way. <laughs> Ian, sorry we didn't. We forgot to tell. Looking. Oh yeah, you know what's funny? <laughs> I, I didn't realize that until that moment. I was like, "Oh shit, I have no idea what what us, they're so. talking about." Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> but uh, I would have Dagon go check for uh, tetanus. Yeah, I gotta go with you too. We both gotta go to the health clinic. Dagon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm out, guys. Get yeah, thanks so much. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. 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 Hey, DNR listeners. This is James from Group 2, just here to remind you that you can support everything we do here by kindly going to patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R and donating as little as $1 to access some first-rate bonus content. Also, please check out Dungeons & Randomness on Facebook and on our website, dnrpodcast.com, where you can access the forums and get involved with our great listenership, sharing your thoughts on the episodes, all things D&D, and pretty much whatever you want. Last but not least, please go to iTunes, give us a big old five-star review, and help us remain one of the top live-play D&D podcasts around. Thanks again for listening.